Okay, we're going to begin this next story. It's a rewrite of a previous story from It's a Rum Life, Book 4, Volume 2, Northcote, 1994-2008. to The title this time is called They're Frightened of You in the X-Ray Department. Can't imagine why. It might seem quite uneventful and everyday, but we were working in the stable yard. The walkabout telephone was on one of the gates and of course it began ringing. I ran towards it and the new dog, Todd, came too. He just didn't like being left behind. At the moment, for example, as I'm writing this, he's he's at my side nudging my elbow and sending spasms of pain all up my side. Yes, I broke my shoulder. The dog went for the phone too, straight between my legs. And the next moment, there we both were rolling down the yard in the mud. Well, the dog may have been rolling, but I tried to protect my head after achieving something between an exaggerated forward roll, turning into a sideways somersault as my feet were whipped from beneath me. I ended up landing a fearful high-speed whack on the shoulder. Getting up, there was no question of trying to wipe off the dripping mud. It had been rainy again, of course, and my right arm was hanging down at the side, all in one piece, but the shoulder had large lumps sticking out in directions where they should not normally be. A true fan of Mel Gibson... I looked at all the upright posts and poles and beams with a view of putting into practice that famous shoulder recovery bash scene from the Lethal Weapon series of films. I chickened out at the last minute. Probably a good idea. There was no real telling that I could hit the top bone of my arm in just the right spot and not make matters worse. I took myself off to hospital instead. Tarina, my very able deputy, shoehorned me into that super Subaru pickup truck with protestations about how was I going to get there with one arm, etc, etc. There was just no chance that both of us could abandon the premises with 15 horses to care for and the stable yard only half finished. Lodging my right arm onto the armrest at a funny angle, but fairly comfortable, and with two good legs and five fingers, I wended my way steadily to Skegness, the accident and emergency department, at the hospital. Looking at myself after the event, I can understand the expression of incredulity on the face of the receptionist. Mud-streaked, tousle-haired, arm at a funny angle, and face a shade of pale... I was fairly quickly levered off the side of the reception desk and put on a trolley in a cubicle. It wasn't really painful, just really, really uncomfortable. After being seen by the doctor, we went off to the x-ray department. We, because I was trapped in this trolley with high sides and paraded down the passageways propelled by a brawny porter and a nurse bringing up the rear. When you're used to being in charge of every situation, it's quite a strange experience. No no point in protesting. I'm told the regal wave of fellow patients awaiting their turn is quite appropriate. Well, you might have guessed the first x-rays were at the wrong angle, 
Well, only some of them. Back you go, and this time, will you please lift your elbow just this little bit more like this, says the doctor. Wow, that brought tears to my eyes. That's why we gave you that that little injection in your bum, he said. They're frightened of you in the x-ray department, he continued. (laughs) But I must have that shot down at the joint on your shoulder. I couldn't for the life of me think why they should be frightened. I was in this trolley with sides. Although, coming to think of it, one does feel something like a caged animal. And perhaps the mud and muck didn't help either. Well, after that, I couldn't get the arm down again. The problem seemed to be the trolley getting in the way of the x-ray machine. And all we got again was the top of the arm and no socket at all. By the time this was sorted, it was lunchtime, and I heard talk of moving me to the big Boston hospital, and ambulances and all sorts. The x-ray lady had gone to lunch, and we would have to wait for another go. Well, the arm was stuck out at the side. It was supported on a pillow, but very uncomfortable, and I wiggled it about a bit, then a bit more, and there was this little click. When the time came after lunch, I suggested I felt better, and how about walking to x-ray? Well, we settled for a wheelchair. Much easier this time. The x-ray looked okay, and although the shoulder looked funny, I wanted to go. You've broken this before, said the doctor. I couldn't think when or how, until I remembered that enfant terrible, just William. But five or six years ago, a young Dale's pony yearling colt decided to go in a different direction to me and took my right arm over the top of my shoulder. Well, said the doctor, you should be okay now, but we'll put your arm in this sling. I walked back to the truck and found the arm much more comfortable and promptly drove home. Tarina met me at the gate. Ruth is trying to find you, she said. On phoning my wife, I found found that she had arranged with the hospital that when ready to come home, she would collect me. Whoops! More to follow another day. There we are. That's the end of that little story brought to you by Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. Now, there's a different ending to all these audio stories. Because since COVID, we don't sell anything or none of our books or anything like that. They're all free to download from the Internet on any um, of your gadgets that you use. Um, No limit. Lots of entertainment. So um, they can all be found. There's about 200 of these audio stories. There's almost 100 videos. And there are 10 at at the moment. There are 10 complete page turning books. Uh, with lots and lots of pictures. And you can find the links to all these on our website. The address is www.itsarumlife.com. The spelling is I-T-S-A-R-U-M-L-I-F-E, no spaces, all lowercase, dot com. Itsarumlife.com. There's hours of entertainment there. Do have a good look. And in the meantime, thank you for listening.